If any tribe wishes to put forth a warrior, I now offer a path to the throne. This iconic phrase was spoken by the hero of the Black Panther film, Zuri. He, of course, was refer- referencing the film Ratatouille when Skinner challenged Linguini to take his place as chef. Little did he, little did he know that it was a tag team match in the kitchen. Remy and Linguini versus Skinner, just like the famous 2-1, two, two Tachaka and Zuri versus Njobu. Join us as we talk about food, movies, and shows on this week's episode of The Sweet Life of Snack and Foodie. You go, I hate you for your intro. Thank you for tuning in. My name, as always, is Hugo Chan, and with me, I have TV and movie buff Pune, as well as mission guide reader and food connoisseur Albert. Thank you for joining me. Oh, no problem. So, we watch a fair bit of shows and movies, and one of the things that connects us to the movies or show, no matter how absurd the premise is, is the food that is being shown. Some are good, some are bad, and some just have what the French say, je ne sais quoi. I have asked both of you to give me three total lists. Movies and shows that you watched and enjoyed. Movies and shows that you want to watch. Movies and shows that make you go, hell nah, as in you wouldn't recommend it, or I have seen the trailer and don't have an interest in seeing it. So the first one I want to start with is movies and shows that I have watched and enjoyed. For me anyways, I have Ratatouille as my number one pick. I don't know uh, between the two of you if you have Ratatouille in there as you both should. I mean, it's up there. I wouldn't say it's my number one. It's up there. No, no, no. Ratatouille literally just sparked my, like, interest in food. Literally, like, that that final episode where he has, like, that little thing and, like, he put the glaze on it. Like, ever since then, I've been dreaming of, like, eating shit like that, so... What really made me love Ratatouille is when, um... It's when Colette uh, teaches Linguini how to start, start starting how to cook. Because on... Not only is it hard for a female chef to rise through the ranks, but now he has to teach this little newbie into uh, into the kitchen, which it's hard to not only worry about what you have to do, but you have to teach somebody else to not be in your way and be a valuable part of this team. As well as emphasizing that in the kitchen, everybody is a misfit, but at the same time, everybody's also a family member inside the kitchen. Oh, I never got that actually. That's a that's a good point. Like, I, to be quite honest, like I just really focused on like the the cute aspect of it. You know, like the rat and like you know how he was like doing a, like uh, human things. But like that that's pretty cool. I didn't notice that. That's what I really took out of it. But realistically, when uh, Remy took over the kitchen, that was unhygienic. That that should yeah, never have happened. Like, my biggest takeaway is sanitary. <laughs> yeah. It's a sanitary. Even when the rats were cooking, you put every single rat through the dishwasher. I mean, every single rat should have died. No, rats can swim, actually. So I think they'll in a hundred degree in a hundred degree water. That's what's in the that's what in the dishwasher. They should have died. Listen, rats are resilient creatures. I think they they can do it. Besides, I would totally listen. I would totally eat like if it was something like to that great. I would like totally eat their dish. Like if I knew the restaurant was filled with rats and they were making the dish and like they were like putting out food like that, I would still take it. I would still eat it. His entire family abducted the food inspector. So to be, to be fair, I, I don't know. Like, a lot of the good like like a hole in the wall places probably won't catch like a straight up health infection oh yeah like, god but no. they're like great places oh yeah but 
what you also don't know is not only do you not know who's behind those kitchen door kitchen doors but when food inspectors come not there are tricks of the trade where uh chefs go like oh shit food inspectors here hide everything and then you know <laughs> let the trick hide everything <laughs> yeah quote unquote trick hide the rats they're coming yeah. so that's one of, that's clearly one of the ones i have watched and enjoyed what about you guys I definitely agree. I think Ratatouille is totally up there. Um, I think uh, that plus some um, anime, like a lot of food, uh, like anime, like One Piece and especially Food Wars is like up there too. Especially like it's just revolving around food and like their food looks so good. That is over-exaggeration of uh, what actually happens in the kitchen. You, you mean you don't get naked as soon as you taste really good food? <laughs> uh, no, because that's a... Look, man. Uh, Look, man. You if, can get... if that's the case, you go have a lot more fun time being a chef. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you get arrested for public indecency. You, you can't do that. You don't, your clothes don't explode after eating food. It's <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm getting from this. Like, you have? Well, I internally, you know, like, or I internally got naked. My soul got naked. Like, after going to the cake for the very first time and having, like, um, that mushroom Neptune, literally my my soul just became, like, bare. I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. Like, where can I, like, get this? The recipe. So. I like how you're giving high praises to the cake, but. For our listeners, um, we're not being sponsored by the keg. <laughs> yeah, keg. Yeah, we're, we're here, man. We don't know. Yeah, well, we're, no, I know we're not being sponsored by the keg. I know that. I, I would not mind throwing out those shadows just for like a steak dinner. I'll sell my soul, my soul for a steak dinner, please. I think my soul is worth more than a steak dinner, but you know, I, it's your choice. <laughs> Low standards. Uh, Albert, what about you? For me, well, for me. I- well, I, I am what people would call a weeb from more of the anime stuff. So, for me, like, like what like initially like sparked my interest in cooking was it's a show called uh, Yagetake Japan. It's an old show. Uh, it's it's a baking, but same premise essentially. Essentially, it's the inspiration for a lot of the uh, the uh, the modern cooking stuff. Uh, looking anime, so like that show just just gave me just gave me like the idea of like hey I can create something you know, out of this just random thing. and like I'm could you create something out of those random things? Well, you know, to a point, <laughs> to a point. But but for me it's like like I'm not like I'm not the, the most creative person. Like you, you guys play brothel with me, I'm awful on it. Yeah, well, I mean, I am bad at, at drawing. <laughs> It, it's not, it's debatable because everybody is terrible at drawing. Yes, yes, sure. Uh, but like I, that's like for me, like my creative outlet would be is cooking. Ah, okay. In, in some way. So yeah, like for me, like definitely something that I uh, picked up at a young age and like, growing up. So yeah. Because mm. because food is universal, it doesn't matter where you see that where you see food as a medium, it just instantly con- connects everybody because everybody eats food. So for me, uh, in terms of anime, 
uh, it's not exactly food per se, but I I enjoy watching Bartender like as the anime, the anime really. Uh, it the art style is good. There's no real plot to it. It's just uh, multiple episodes of individual storylines of each person. And I just thought it was similar to um, the culinary world, but just, you know, a drink format. I didn't, yeah, I, I've never watched that show. So, like, they just make drinks? Uh, so, in terms of art, uh, in terms of the anime bartender, it is actually, to me, it was therapeutic and calming. Um, it's like psychologically breaks down a human that comes into a bar telling the bartender their actual real world problems. Then the, then the bartender makes them the perfect drink to console them, telling, the, telling them the history of the drink, consoling them with a, uh, with a single drink. There's no real action in the anime, but it allows the viewers to reflect upon themselves as well as, well as, as really take a look at their own flaws. Uh, I, I, like I said, I really enjoy the art style and the, the mini-series per episode is extremely well done. That it's that's just in my opinion. If the the series is over, but I I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, there is a there is a Netflix show like Tokyo like Tokyo Midnight Story or something like that. Yeah. Where it's just like it's just a bunch of random stories of people going into this one random ramen ramen shop, mm -hmm. and they're just talking about their like their everyday lives. Yeah, and then and, it's uh, just yeah, it's very similar. It's very similar, yeah, and just it's just interesting, you know, just just a. Uh, a different uh, storytelling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And my my final one. I'm sorry, taking up like most of this, but my final one is uh, this old show called Yan Can Cook. I don't know if you've, if you've heard of it. Maybe Alvin, you've heard of it. Um, it may have been cool. called a different thing in my country. Maybe. I remember but a it, show called Cooking Master Boy. Maybe, uh, but it's like starring Chef Martin Yan. And uh, his phrase is just, if Yan can cook, so can you. And then, Isn't that yeah. ripped off of Ratatouille? Uh, no, because Yan can cook uh, came before Ratatouille, so Ratatouille ripped it off Yan can cook. Oh, wow. The French steal. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah, damn right. St steals cooking phrases, steals on the land. What else did he steal? <laughs> no, but it's like, he just, he just, I'm not gonna say dumbs down, but like, he simplifies Chinese cooking and makes it like, so everybody can do it. Chinese cooking seems really uh, complica complicated. Like they they use like what ton of spices and like each have to like work with each other or else it'll turn like disgusting. Like prison food essentially. Yeah, but this guy he breaks breaks down what Chinese food is and then it just makes everything so easy. But this is also a show in, in 1997. So huh. another show that like I also like sparked my my interest in cooking is um I. Is Iron Chef? Oh, Iron Chef? Yeah, yeah. Iron Chef is like the one where like they just random like you have to choose like one of the three chefs up in the podium. Oh. And then like then there's then it's like there's like this over the top Asian guy who, like, <laughs> who shows like who shows like the the secret ingredient of the day or something that they have to use uh, The secret ingredient show. is lobster. <laughs> or it's like what the hell? It's a great show, man. It's a great show. It's, I've only seen I, uh, the parodies of it, like from Futurama. I've never actually watched the show. So, 
it, it's a, it's a very entertaining show. It's it's one of the first few shows, the first few culinary shows that sparked every other culinary show. Now, uh, if like before, if you had the title of Iron Chef, you were actually considered good. But now, as if you had Iron Chef, then it's like, eh, you just you just appeared on TV. Yeah, really? Uh, yeah, it was like Bobby Flay. It was like people you knew. It was like when Bobby Flay was actually like, when uh, Iron Chef Bobby Flay was actually considered good and not like random Shout TV. Out. Shout yeah. Out. yeah. I guess it's because like now people are like moved on to like, for example, like uh, Gordon Ramsay. So like oh, I guess yeah. you know Gordon Ramsay had like when you work with Gordon Ramsay, you're just like, oh my god, Gordon Ramsay. So like I would say like Master Chef and like Hell's Kitchen, uh, Kitchen Nightmares, like those are like the most popular. And like I love those shows. Like those shows, I'm just like, how dare you like mix in raw onions like in your soup while I'm like eating like corn out of a can, literally like. <laughs> <laughs> But what you don't see behind uh, MasterChef and those shows is there's actually, with MasterChef anyways, they, they actually do teach the contestants behind the scenes. But then they just like edit, edit that, those yeah, entire scenes out. Yeah, I always wonder, I'm like, how are they making this? Like, they, they, they sh like say like, oh, make this like, you know, type of like new dish. And like, I'm, I always wonder, I'm like, how the hell do they know how to make this stuff? No, they actually, they actually have the recipes on them. And they actually do teach them behind the scenes. But it's much more. Um, it's much more not. I'm not gonna say entertaining to show them just cooking, but you don't get as many viewers if you watch. Uh, you watch uh, them teach the contestants. Mm. It's also a matter it, this, of like knowing how to do something theoretically doesn't mean you can actually do it. Yeah, that's true. Like just because you have the recipe in front of you, you can so easily mess it up, or or like you can put your own like twist to the dish, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, was, I was about to say with Hell's Kitchen, um, with Hell's Kitchen, you see him being much more aggressive towards the chef, the sh contestants, but you also have to realize these people are professionals. That he, that's why he's much more aggressive yeah. towards them. Also, and some of them are dumb, like really dumb. Like, uh, there was this one lady who was like uh, a quote unquote, like, um, she took cooking classes and like she was teaching other people and like she was charging like $300 to teach people and like her her like dish was like her signature dish was like disgusting it looked like diapers according to him so like yeah. I, he has to be hard on them like they, they're full of like they have so much ego yeah well yeah there's once you're in the once you're in the kitchen it's very hard for you to for you to push your ego aside because everybody that comes in they were the head of wherever that they're at or like they were top of wherever they're at but now they're going back to at base like the quote-unquote the lowest ranking that you can possibly be in the kitchen and it's hard for them to push their egos aside and actually follow the rules when they drop from so high but the thing is that you're you're working with like a guy who's like well known he has like so many michelin stars right so like yeah. i would come in knowing like i'm i'm like crap i'm nothing compared to this guy so like i'm surprised yeah. that these people don't know you know what i mean coming no, in they no they know but like but they're just like yeah but you know like oh it's also it's also a matter of like just saying like how here's the thing though people like you they won't cast you it's not mm. fun to watch mm -hmm. like they want someone who's like who would like clash with them right who is like oh yeah you know i know you're you know, you have all these Michelin stars and whatever, but I can prove it. I'm like I'm just as good as you. You know, you, they would cast those people. You're yeah, right. to Albert's to Albert's point, at the end of the day, it is a TV show. 
Yeah, I would make good TV, you're right, yeah. yeah. Same way uh, where you, like, you rarely see, like, you know, like, I wouldn't be able to get into the, the stupid amazing race. Like, I would, I would just be, like, a liability to anybody who would, <laughs> who would go with me, but, you know, like, it's not, it's not good TV. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any more uh, shows that you have watched and shows slash movies that you have watched and enjoyed? Uh, I really liked uh, Anthony Bourdain's show where he like he went around the world and like tried different sh uh, foods and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. Uh, have, have you watched that show already? Like I watched it previously, like uh, sh like certain episodes, like where he went to Iran and like you know I think he went to like Thailand and he was eating like random stuff like blood like something or like I, I thought it was really cool that he was like he was a true like chef because da he would eat like everything. down to earth, like down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's um, that also like, unless Albert has anything more to uh, add to those show, movies or shows that he's watched and enjoyed for uh, this part. Uh, that actually brings me to the next part, the next list, which is like movies and shows that I want to watch. And it's interesting that you bring up Anthony Bourdain's uh, TV show because two of his shows, uh, uh, No Reservations and Parts Unknown, those are, those are two of the shows that I really want to watch. Because, like you said, he's really down to earth. He'll try everything, like a chef, and he actually goes and discovers like hole in the wall, um, hole in the wall places, uh, like the the what the local stuff, and actually discovers that okay, this stuff is actually a lot better than the fancy uh, fancy cuisine. And then um, the only the only gripe I really have with his two shows is that they're so similar. He just could have probably add them back to back and just added another season and it'd, it'd be the same. Well, I mean, that's what Gordon Ramsay did too. And it's essentially the same and it worked for him. Yeah, but it's Gordon Ramsay. You see, people get off with him yelling at people. Man, I wish I, wish I could make a living off of yelling people. I would totally like... I mean, if you become a YouTuber for it, yeah, you can try it. <laughs> Just go up to random people. This is bloody raw. <laughs> you, know, you, uh, can, you can, uh, you can sign up to be an e-girl and play with like random people. Someone, someone would be uh, into you yelling at them. Uh, this is going off topic, <laughs> a little too off topic, but I, I'll consider that. You know, I'll, I'll look into it. You know, maybe I'll make like a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there any shows that you guys want to watch though? Like for, for me, like I need to watch like any like you know any like like the like the, the baking shows. Like, oh, okay. Yes, I agree. Like cake, cake box things. One of them, Great British Bake Off. Uh, I've never watched one. them because one, I've other things to watch. Because <laughs> it, it just wasn't on but the it... priority list. Yeah. And also, like, this is my rationale. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need to lose weight, so I can't learn to bake because well, I'd essentially be killing myself. All you have to do is get the vegan stuff, man. Vegan stuff, no yeah, sugar. Who wants the vegan? Who wants vegan food? Come on, <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here, dude! All right. Come on. Yeah. Well. Like he doesn't like. You get like my thing that's like, if I know how to make cheesecake, I'll just make cheesecake all the time. That's true. 
No, it has. The thing is, the baking it takes a lot of like effort and like precision. Um, so I think that if you have no patience, you should like not tr attempt baking at all. Like it, it takes too much time, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's also part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of uh... work for like just a bit of stuff for like for like the gratification at the end, right? Yeah, you might as well just go buy like store-bought like walmart cake or like cookies but that's but that's all that's all cooking like it's a lot of effort just for somebody to eat it in like five minutes we spend an entire day on it but then they eat it in five minutes you know what i think that's the biggest problem with cooking shows they raise your expectations so like for example food wars you know like uh the the pork roast the gotcha pork roast like when the first time uh, i saw that i was like okay man i can make this like let me look up recipes to? pardon did you try I tried making it one time and like I, I psyched myself up so high I was like yeah I can do it like you know it's gonna be so good and when I made it it was like disappointing it, it like crushed me it was like prison food and like in my family we have certain levels of food we have like good food like enjoyable food we have food to survive which means like you know this is like just the bare minimum of like edit like food to just to like survive on life and then there's prison food where it's like disgusting like you wouldn't even give it to prisoners and like a lot oftentimes when i see like these recipes and i try them out it's prison food and it like crushes my soul so i think that you know food shows should uh come with like a little label be like do not attempt at home like or else you'll be disappointed with life <laughs> but what kind of show it's like do not attempt at home is like you want to attempt this stuff at home that's the whole point of the food show that's the whole point of, cook of cooking shows like okay you you can also do this no, I think it's unreal, uh, unrealistic expectation. No. <laughs> uh, another another show that I really want to watch is uh, the Ugly Delicious by uh, David Chang. It's essentially uh, Anthony Bourdain's No Reservation and Parts Unknown show, um, but it's with a different chef. It's it's Ugly Delicious is breaking down the ugly parts of the food as well, and then looking looking at the culinary hotspots around the world, and just. Uh, breaking down the misconceptions to the ugly parts of the food and they're they're actually the best part of the food. They're actually the tastiest part of the food. So when you say ugly, you mean like what? Like the meats and stuff? Or like the like, ingredients? Could be the, like, like, the, the quote-unquote lower quality meat, right? The lower quality, the lower quality food. It, the lower quality foods. Like if you go like a chicken, if you go, let's say using a chicken as an example, most people would use, a, use the chicken breast. Like a lot of people, everybody would use the chicken breast. But what about the the chicken neck? What about the chicken feet? Everybody, mm. most people would throw it out. But there are cultures that will eat the chicken neck, chicken chicken feet, and it's actually like the one of the more delicious parts of the Dude, animal eat that as well. As like barbecue, uh, like it's like grilled. They just, just put those. Yeah, it's it's, it's absolutely delicious. And then there's like misconceptions about it, uh, where oh you can't eat it. There's no meat. There's nothing to it. But realistically, a lot of people do actually eat these parts, and it's actually quite delicious. Yeah, did, did you know, like, like, so in the Philippines, like, when we would, like, uh, like, I killed a, I killed a pig once, right? because, like, we were gonna, we were gonna use it to, to, uh, mm -hmm. uh, for, like, a family reunion or something. There's a, sure. there's a lot of people, right? So, they just took a whole pig, like, yeah, I'll just use this, this entire thing. So, they made me slit its throat. Yeah. To, to kill it. But the thing is, there's a reason why you slit the, the throat. So, when you slit its throat, so that the, the blood, like, drains out slowly, because they use the blood you don't just kill it because they use the blood for different types of food and so, Albert, so then hmm? how how old were you when you did this just wondering 
like 10. You were 10? Yeah, they literally was like, hey, yeah, a bunch of people were like drinking around the pig and like, hey, you should try to do this. I'm like, all right. So then no. I just split the throat and then the pig was like screaming for like 25 minutes while the blood slowly drained out. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but no, but like when when that occurs, we use every single part. Yeah, like the, every like, single like, part like, of the pig. That's why, this, that's why you just said the throat. They use the blood for uh, for a stew. Then they use like literally all the parts, like skin, the the the. They use the the hoof, ears, hooves. The hooves. They use it for stock, for like uh, for some stews. Uh, yeah, like everything is used. Yeah. So so like the sac- quote unquote the sacrifice of the pig wasn't for nothing. You're actually feeding. Uh, you're actually feeding the family for uh, for their sacrifice. Yeah, my family's massive. Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty like uh, economically uh, uh, like reliable and all that stuff too. That's good. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, so another thing, um, another show that I uh, want to watch is Mind of a Chef by David Chang, just because, you know, it's part, of my, it's part of my profession. I'd like to know what other chefs' mind how, and uh, like how a chef's mind works. Um, another one is uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. I assume you guys have heard of that. I have watched it. You go, if we go to Japan, we're going to that show. Oh, I know. Yeah, if we go but to Japan, but we need to find a Japanese person. Yeah, I know. There are only people who can speak Japanese. And uh, that or we need to learn. Yeah, and uh, Chef's Table. It most well, most of my stuff is on Netflix, but uh, Chef's Table, one of the shows that I want to watch, just because it delves into the mind of a chef and what they do. I didn't know there are so many like uh, cooking shows out there. To be quite honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Most of them I don't want to watch, but it's, some it's some of them are actually really well done. Like if, not even just nothing. Like even just in YouTube, like uh, God, like Babish on YouTube, like he made a good career of himself. I have to I have to admit, I didn't think I'd like his. Uh, I I didn't think I'd like the way he's cooking, or like how he presented himself while cooking. But after watching a couple of videos of his. He actually does a really well done job of like cooking and like portraying uh, how he cooks it and whatnot, and it's actually very entertaining to watch. I think it's like a good middle ground between like amateur chef and like a professional chef. It's like, it's like yeah, in the middle yeah. Of yeah, it is so, really so good. He does like, like so you don't he does get a really super good. Scared of like, oh, I can't do that. Like, oh, he's you know, he's like, oh no, I can do it. Like, you can do it. He does a really good step by step like on how to make it, so anybody can do it. Uh, what about you guys? Is there anything that you, got, you want to watch? I kind of want to watch some Martha Stewart or like Paula Deen shows, too, quite honest. Uh, like the old shows? Like, yeah, the old ones. I want to see what the hype was. Like, a, a lot of people love their shows and like, we'll be like, oh my god, Martha Stewart made this amazing brownie recipe. Like, you know, I, I've always wanted to try it, but again, it seems like it's a very tedious type of thing. You have to like, watch um, like the steps. Oh, okay, now it's commercial. Okay, now rewatch it. But I, it's one thing I would like to, you know, start watching just to see if I could try it out. But yeah, just the commercials mm-hmm. I think would kill me. Yeah. Uh, it, Pune, you know what you should watch? You should watch um, uh, Martha Stewart and Snoop, Snoop Dogg's uh, Potluck Dinner. <laughs> I heard about it. It's so weird that they're friends yeah. too. Fun yeah, fact, I know. Only one of those two have gone to jail. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the one that you don't expect. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, what about you, Albert? Is there anything? Is there any movies or shows oh, that yeah, you said, want like, to watch? It's, it's the baking show. Like I need to watch it. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. Like, uh, if I learn to cultivate, man. If. I just hey, it. I'd, it's I'd, a big yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I have so much time on my hands too. So like, damn it, I don't want to. Yeah. Um. So now that we've talked about movies and shows that you want to watch, how about movies and shows that I will still stay the hell away from? Right. Do you have a list? Do you have a list of that? Okay, unpopular yes. opinion time. Okay. For me. If you've never watched it, stay the hell away from Food Wars. Food Wars. What? Okay, again, unpopular opinion time. Okay. I'm saying this because I know the ending of this, and it's bad. <laughs> Are you talking about the enemy? Yes. Like, Why? It, it, yes. It, the ending is bad. <laughs> Like season okay. five is gonna be. Bad. Oh, you're talking. You're just talking about the plot line. Yeah, no one well, watches no, no, that show for the plot. No, no, you should think though. Okay, okay, I have a defense for that. Okay, the problem with, the, with with that is, you know that thing. But you know how how Game of Thrones, like, there's so much hype with the show, and then season eight happened, and then nobody cares anymore. Mm. That's gonna happen. And it's not, and he said like, it's a plot. It's not just a plot. It's just part of it. It's not just a plot. Well, there's you're... no cooking in the in the fifth season. There's little to no cooking. Like, like one of the main like one of the main reasons that people want to watch you know like Food Wars is because it's you know because you know among the other things among the the characters the character design and uh, and the, and you know the story's media the story's okay but. It's the characters and the food, right? Yeah. You'd say that, that there's no food <laughs> in the last season. I'm telling you right now, there's no food in the last season. Because um, especially it, it fell into the trap, like okay, so it fell into what what people like to call the Dragon Ball Z trap. You know how Dragon Ball Z is like, like you know, it used to be that like, oh, you know, you have to save a town, and then you have to save the world, then you have to save. Namek, and then had to save the universe. And then, like the in the, the, the uh, latest movie, like they're fighting with a god or something, like the escalation. They tried to do that in a cooking show. <laughs> it doesn't work <laughs> because like, and also what happened was I think uh, the author had uh, a chef as a consultant, you know, because that's why they can make you know, uh, you know the, the realistic looking food, you know. But that uh, chef went on maternity leave. So, <laughs> so the author was like, oh, it literally, there's uh, in the last arc, which is the upcoming season five, there was like six, there were like six dishes total. And this is gonna be like 12 episodes. And they took six dishes. Dead children. They ruin everything. <laughs> to be fair, I to be fair, I didn't watch the end of uh, Food Wars, so well, I did not know. Well, I mean, this, you you but... can watch it, but <laughs> like, for, for me, it's like for me because like the first two seasons, like what first two three seasons of it, is so good, it hurts so much for it to go down like that. Like the the end is so bad. Like again, like the plot the plot has always been mediocre. It's it's just. It's a high school plot, you know, blah blah blah. But what carries is the food and the characters. Mm. In season five, there's no food, 
and 90% of the characters don't show up. Yeah, you know and what? if that's yeah. gone, there goes the show. You make a so, valid point. Like, again, like if you have never seen it, or you know, if you I mean, if you want to go, if you want to see it to the bitter end, if you're uh, invested like I was in the manga, go for it. I'm saying it's gonna be painful. Unless they make an anime original ending, which I don't think they will because they don't have the budget for it because the manga got cancelled. Again, the, man- the manga got cancelled, they had like, I think the author had like three chapters to wrap it up. Because the, because the sales plummeted that hard. Like, it, it, it plummeted so hard that, that, that uh, Shonen Jump was like, Alright dude, you have like three chapters to finish this up, we're cancelling you. Wow. What a way like to get that hard. bad. Like that bad. So like that's my that's my unpopular opinion. Wait, is that is that the only one that you was like you're gonna stay? Oh, that's my big from? one. I think it'd be Okay. Uh what about you, Pune? I think honestly, um my biggest stay away and I don't think I'd ever watch, just because like the aesthetic of him is uh Guy Fury. I was about to say that as well. Like, I think any I, show by that guy, fuck that. Yeah. Screw that. Screw that. Like when I look at him, it a like he like I think what I think he would produce is just really greasy, big American food. Not like you know eloquent, you know very like pleasant, you know like when you see food, it's supposed to like warm your heart. It's supposed to like give you you know hope in life. When I see like things that he makes, like just pictures or just him, I just get like disappointment i'm just like like you know what is life now like so i i, I would not watch his shows i don't think it, it's worth watching honestly when it warms your heart with heartburn yeah with heartburn yeah exactly like, I feel yeah like it gives me heartburn him, i would have to take a tums <laughs> uh for me anyways it's it's gonna be surprising anyways but it's gonna be gordon ramsay's new show 24 hours to hell and back What's that? I did I did watch a few episodes of that and I got tired of it. Like I got to like three episodes on my day, I'm done. Okay? It's kitchen nightmares, but they're not egotistical owners or like ignorant owners. They're just incompetent. And they, and then Gordon Ramsay's like, alright, because they're not egotistical, I'll only give them 24 hours to fix them. And which 24 hours most like more likely than not is possible with his budget. So people who are actually suffering get only 24 hours versus people who are stupid and like brought it upon themselves get like a whole week? Yeah, technically three, wow. technically three, three days, but yeah. yeah Kitchen Nightmares is only entertaining because they're ignorant. Go 24, yeah. With 24 hours to hell and back, they're not ignorant. They're just incompetent. Yeah, it's just sad. It becomes like, oh, I can't do this simple dish. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And my final one that I'm gonna stay that I'm gonna stay the hell away from, and um, ideally you, you both of you never watch it. It's it's a hot topic, so be ready. Uh-huh. Uh, Sausage Party, the movie. I, I watched that movie. I watched that movie. <laughs> I hated that movie. I thought it was the stupidest movie ever. Sausage Party. It makes no sense whatsoever. The final scene too, man. Like you don't you get watched that. Out, it? You don't get that out of your mind, man. You watch Sausage Party. I watched Sausage Party. Oh my god. It was Never. Just... It was a Tuesday and I was bored, okay? Never, ever. <laughs> Literally, like, it's just, I don't get it. Like, I know it's supposed to be maybe a stoner film and, like, maybe there's jokes, like, that I didn't understand and I was like, okay, like, whatever. But, like, I just don't get it. What is the appeal of that type of movie, you know? Like, 
I understand, I like, the food the, concept, oh, no, that's fine, food. but, like, it's just, like, it's so sexual, like, oh, my God, like, that's, if I wanted to watch something like that, I might as well just watch porn. Yeah, I don't uh... think even the stoners liked it, man. <laughs> well, Seth Rogen made it, so, I mean... Seth Rogen clearly has some sexual issues or some repression that he needs to deal with, because, like, that was just too much. To, to be fair, not, not a lot of his, like, recent ones have been, like, winners. Like, uh, I think his last few ones were, like, The Interview. Remember that one? The one with Kim Jong-un? Uh, that one was one of them. And then, uh, didn't they make, like, a parody of The Room or something? Do you guys have anything, uh, do you guys have anything else that you you want to warn viewers to stay away from? Um, let me think. There was one, actually. Um, I don't like there's still a lot of like shows on Netflix that are like just like cooking shows and stuff. I don't know. I think, I think there are also a lot of shows on uh, the Food Channel where I I just think they're just repeat of everything. You know what? That show Salt um something something like Salt Science or something. What is it on Netflix? Um, it's just that new show that uh, like let me look. Right, it up. Let me open. Let me open Netflix. Let's see what. Salt, salt, fat, and acid in heat. Like I don't get it. Is what is this supposed to be? Like is this supposed to be like a science like show? Like show you why like certain foods taste good? Like I never, I, like I never watched it, but I don't like. It doesn't look appealing to me at all. Yeah, well, I, I don't understand it. Just from the, just from the name itself, I, I don't understand it. Oh, I think. Oh. I, it's salt, fat, acid, heat. Yeah. I think anyone can come up with, like, a cooking show and might be popular now, honestly. Like, like the AI, oh, one thing I will never get, and I, I guess it could be considered food show, is uh, ASM, ASMR videos of, like, mukbang. <laughs> oh, my God. When people, like, eat and they're like, <laughs> like, I'm just, like, disgusted. I don't know how people can listen to that for, like, 30 minutes. Of like slurping and like you know this is so good guys so delicious mm, so juicy like that's just like oh that I'll never get and I I would say never watch it it's like too disturbing to watch. I mean I I kind of get mukbangs but it's kind of just like talking to someone kind of like a, a low key like chatting with like a streamer but like the, an ASMR mukbang all right that's, that's yeah, All like right. I, you're right. It's the social like aspect, but like, what's so social about listening to someone like slurping your ear? Like I could do that like on a regular basis, and like people would stay away from me. No one would come out to dinner. Well, please do not do that if I ever talk to you. <laughs> uh, next time, I'm just gonna come up to Albert, and be like, "Hey, Albert, this is so good. You want some?" You stay the hell away from me. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thank you for joining us on this riveting episode. Uh, we ran out of time and couldn't talk about the life and times of Jamie Oliver's business failures. We'll see you next time on <laughs> Sweet Life of Snack and Foodie. Thanks for having us. <laughs>